We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm Bill Trochi, senior editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our national college football writer at SportingNews.com. You can follow Bill on Twitter at BillBender92, and you can follow me at Bill Trochi. And keep an eye on the main Sporting News account at Sporting News. Uh, Week zero is in the books, and the five-day Labor Day weekend extravaganza week one is also in the books, and there's one name that stands out above all in college football, and that's Brian Howell. No, it's not Brian Howell. It's it's Deion Sanders, but we have Brian Howell here as our guest from Buff Zone. He's had a front row seat as the beat, uh, beat reporter for the Buffaloes uh, since Dion was hired in December. Brian, uh, thank you for making time for us, and uh, like you said, you haven't even had time to shave over the last – Two weeks, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy, like barely time for anything. It just feels like like nonstop, especially now that the season's here. And really after that win, I mean, I, I think that getting that win on Saturday is only going to heighten things. And uh, it's going to make – this week was already already going to be crazy with Nebraska coming to town, but I think it makes it even crazier. Yeah, well, we are thrilled to have you. Thank you for making time for us. I know uh, Bill's got some questions for you. We want to hear all about – uh, what you're seeing, like I said, from the front row, what we do on this show that we have a Trochi trivia question and we've been having our guests go head to head with Mr. Bender uh, for the Trochi trivia yeah. question. I ask the question and then I'll give you the show to think about it and we will revisit it at the end of the show. Uh, the Trochi trivia focuses okay. on Col- Colorado and Nebraska. Okay, they played every year for like 50 years up until like 2010. Then they had a home and home in 2018 and 2019. Colorado won both of those games. So the Trochi trivia question is, who is the last Nebraska quarterback to beat Colorado? You guys have to think about that, and we will revisit at the end of the show who is the last Nebraska quarterback to beat Colorado. The series ended on an annual basis in 2010. There's your hint. So uh, if you can dig back into the archives for that. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, or the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy between Iowa and Iowa State, maybe heading to Tuscaloosa to watch Texas and Alabama, or any other matchup in the Week 2 action, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. So, uh, yeah, all right. Colorado, Dion, first question. At Buff Zone, Brian, are you a dog or a leader? Are you a, do you have a D on your shirt or do you have an L on your shirt? Well, I, I think given that I've gone through uh, 13 previous years of Colorado football <laughs> the way I have, I, I better have a dog, uh, you know, the D on my shirt. I, I, I've been through uh, some dog days uh, with the Buff, so I better have a D, I think. <laughs> well, so, Brian – Take us through the uh, – obviously the post game got a lot of attention. And and Dion saying, do you believe in having a back and forth with the reporters? Um, you know, what was your reaction to that as a guy that mm-hmm. has to cover these guys yet apparently also – I'm not saying you have to believe, but at what point did he make you believe that some of these things were possible that we saw in week one? Yeah, you know, I, I think as a reporter you look at that and, you know, it's – you know, it makes it – a little bit interesting to cover the team that way, but I also know the motivation behind it is um, it's really about 
uh, in my opinion, motivating his team more so than it is getting on the reporters. I think, uh, you know, this whole kind of us against the world mentality that they took the other day, um, there's a lot of people that are behind the buffs and and excited to see them do well. Um, but they've latched onto that, that side that thinks they won't do well. And that's what this coaching staff has taken to the players and said, look, they don't believe in you. Nobody wants to see you do this. And uh, that helps get them fired up. And, you know, that's what it's all about for him is let's get this team to win. And if that's what, what they have to do to do that, that's fine. Cause there certainly are people that are saying those things. Uh, but uh, you know, it certainly puts you, you know, on the edge of your seat as a reporter, you gotta you know, be on your, uh, on your toes with the, with the questions you ask and, and things like that. But as far as when did I start uh, believing things were possible? Uh, you know, I think it goes back to, um, you know, the celebration bowl and, you know, Bill, you and I were out there, uh, you know, in Atlanta and, you know, just being around that team uh, for a few days, they gave me a little bit of inside access around that team and just knowing what that program was like. And they were such, it's so, it was such a family feel uh, with that Jackson state program that um, I learned a lot about the substance behind Deion Sanders, that it's not just all style. And, uh, you know, I started to look at this and say, wow, there actually is, a lot of substance here. And these guys love playing for this guy for the most part. There's probably some that don't, but uh, I thought um, if there was a way that he could bring that to Colorado, that this team could do that. And he's done it. I mean, uh, this team from, uh, from all accounts, all players I've heard from, they love playing for this guy and they have totally bought in to that message of, Hey, nobody thinks you can win. So, you know, let's just go out and prove them wrong. And he's taken that. And these guys have really, uh, you know, they've, they've run with it so far. Colorado landed AP number 22 today. Dion, you were at the press conference, I assume, this afternoon. His reaction was, I don't care about being ranked. Did you predict that sort of reaction? And do you believe him? Because <laughs> I think he wants to be ranked. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny because the actual AP ranking came out after the press conference. It was in the middle of it that uh, the coaches poll came out and then the SID leaned over and told him that uh, they were 25 in the coaches poll. And, and he kind of smiled and he said, well, I ain't mad about that. You know, and so certainly, you know, they like it, you know, um, but the the question you were talking about, he was asked at the very end, when the AP poll comes out, where do you think you should be? And that's when he said, I don't really care where they put us, you know, and you know, that that's what a lot of coaches say, right? They're all going to say that type of thing. And I, I believe that part of it. But I also believe that first part that uh, if there is a number in front of the buffs, that's some satisfaction for him because that means they're doing their job. So, Brian, when I was watching the TCU game Saturday, I just had this, like, perpetual feeling of, okay, this is when TCU is going to win. This is when they're going to win. This is, And it just got later and later, and then I'm like, oh, wait, they're not. It was fourth and nine or whatever. <laughs> Did you have the yeah. same kind of feeling watching them as somebody who's watched, obviously, a lot of not-so-great Colorado football? Did you feel the shoe was going to drop at any point in that game? It didn't feel like Colorado where, you know, usually, you, I mean, in Colorado history, you know, you kind of have in the times I've covered them, you know, you'll have those games. Where it's like, well, here we go again. I never had that feeling, but certainly when, because Colorado had the lead for uh, the first, you know, 42 minutes of that game or whatever it was. And then, then once TCU scored twice in a row and took that lead, then, and I kind of thought, okay, is this kind of where TC? Uh, Brian, let's talk about Travis Hunter. Okay, he, you know, 
picked Deion Sanders out of high school. I saw a tweet from David Ubbin. I didn't read the story, but I saw the tweet that said the entire Florida State staff attended his last high school game, and no one from Jackson State ever even went to Collins Hill, and yet he still picked Jackson State over Florida State. Can you talk about his relationship with Dion? And then just none of us can believe what we saw on Saturday on the field. Yeah, well, Dion keeps saying that uh, you know he views Travis Hunter as like another son. You know, and, and he kind of he told the story today about, about how they both both love fishing, and Travis Hunter the other day gave him a brand new reels on the way, and so you know they they view each other as kind of family and. I think Travis Hunter really latched onto that. And, you know, Dion has mentioned several times there's, and he mentioned it again today, there's a lot of college coaches. There's a ton of high school players that play both ways. He goes, there's a lot of college coaches that will tell these kids, oh yeah, you can play both ways here. He goes, but they're lying. Then they get there and they pick one side. And he goes, Travis Hunter, I could see he could do both. And he goes, I've done both. So I told Travis Hunter, I know how to manage it. If you want to play both, come play for me. And Travis Hunter wanted to play both. And so that's why, you know, he went to uh, to Jackson State, and they didn't need to go to Collins, you know, and and go see him. It was really just Deion Sanders saying, "Look, you want to play both? Come here." You know, and that's what gave him that opportunity. Yeah, and obviously Shadur Sanders. Um, you, we had talked with you on the last two times we had him. I was really curious about him, his NFL potential, how the Jackson State efficiency would carry over, and you know, one of the stats I saw, Brian, was. 21 of 21 on throws of one to 10 yards. Normally one gets knocked down or, or, you know, batted away, or you just plain miss. I mean, how impressed are you with his accuracy playmaking, just the whole package? I mean, he was performing like every other elite PAC 12 quarterback this weekend. Yeah. You know, and we heard all about his accuracy uh, during fall camp and we didn't get to watch any of it, but uh, we would see it on, on the, the YouTube videos and things like that. But we heard so much about his accuracy throughout fall camp and there was i know he's good but there was still part of me that said okay but what's it going to look like in games because in practice he knows he can't get hit you know and you know there's a lot of it that's seven on seven and uh, he can't get hit so what's it going to be like once you got power five defensive linemen coming after you is he still going to be that accurate and then you go see him on saturday like oh yeah he can be that accurate you know and what was impressive to me was no interceptions but there was not even uh, i don't remember a single throw that maybe should have been picked off. A lot of times you'll have a quarterback to say, yeah, that was not a good throw. Probably should have been picked off. He was lucky it wasn't. He didn't have any of those. And he's just, he's on the money. There were a couple of throws even that, uh, you know, were right you know, in the hands of his receivers and they didn't, they didn't pull him in. And one would have been a pretty remarkable catch by Travis Hunter um, in the end zone, but we expect Travis Hunter to make those catches. So right. um, it was kind of surprising, but um, yeah, he was on the money with a lot of those throws, even the incompletions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. 
It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I totally agree with you on his poise and his decision-making to, especially with a kid who's so, so athletic and he can escape and he can make plays on the run and he's got confidence in his receivers. He never threw a dangerous ball. He was willing to take a sack. He was willing to run out of bounds. And that impressed as, you know, not more than the 500 yards, but it definitely caught my eye. (laughs) A couple other guys like Dylan Edwards, Jimmy Horn, like, They've got as much talent, you know, or more as, as you know, these Pac-12 teams that they're going to be going up against, at least at the skill positions. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, there's a more exciting freshman than Dylan Edwards. You know, I mean, that guy is absolutely electric. And, um, you know, again, we didn't see practice, but we would see the videos every, every day and every single day. And I, I'm talking literally every single day there were – for big plays by Dylan Edwards, where he would just break through and he he was gone. And again, so now, uh, Brian, we're getting into the Nebraska game this week. A lot of hype. I mean, there is the you were talking about Dion and the focus maintain. I mean, there this very easily could have been Nebraska won by three, Colorado lost by three. So, I mean, as you break down this matchup, maybe what you think about Nebraska, did you get a chance to watch them Thursday night? And uh, besides, I mean, the, the this big eight rivalry, big 12 rivalry that it was, I mean, how excited are they in Boulder to get this thing going? Oh, they, they are so excited. There's no team that Colorado fans love to hate more than Nebraska, and they are so excited uh, I mean, there are places they know exactly how many days it's been since the last time Nebraska beat Colorado, and it's a lot of days. It's like over 4,000, something like that, and they remind Nebraska fans of that all, all the time on Twitter now. Um, and they've played twice since they left conferences, and Colorado's got both of those games. Um, so they remind Nebraska fans of that. They can't wait for this one, and um, it's it's going to be absolutely electric there. I think that uh, you know CU is going to be – you know. I think they're going to be incredibly motivated to get out in front of that crowd for the first time ever. And these fans are going to be, I mean, they've just been chomping at the bit to get Dion at home, you know, and they haven't had it yet. The spring game was a taste of it, but now they finally get him at home and they get to cheer on uh, their team for the first time, uh, you know, this new look team. And I I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere, even at 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So Dion has made it clear that he reads what people write. Okay. So have you had any interactions where he didn't like something that you wrote thus far? Not really something that he didn't like, but there was uh, a few weeks ago, there was a a former uh, Colorado quarterback who played for CU last year, Maddox cop, who uh, started his career at Houston transferred to CU last year, 
transferred to a Miami of Ohio this last offseason, had his waiver denied uh, because he's a second-time transfer, and he posted something about that, getting the waiver denied. And he kind of mentioned the whole Dion thing in, in his tweet. Uh, but I, I quote tweeted that, and I said uh, that this is kind of crappy, that you know if coaches are going to let – if the NCAA is going to let coaches get rid of players, uh, then those players from those teams ought to be eligible right away. And it was really kind of a knock on the NCAA. But there was a lot of uh, Coach Prime fans that took that as a knock on Coach Prime. And I immediately you know, answered some of them, and I said, this is not about Coach Prime at all. It's really about the NCAA. And but it took off. I mean, I was called a lot of uh, a lot of hateful names and uh, you know things that uh, I don't want to repeat. You know, uh, but a lot of things and it was all over the place. And I mean that that tweet had more you know impressions, whatever you want to call it, than anything I've ever done. And the next day was Colorado's media day, and so when I went to ask a question uh, before I even got my question out, Dion goes, "Oh, you got yourself a little controversy, huh?" And uh, I said, oh, I, "I guess so." And and he and he just kind of was like, "How do you like it? You know, now you now you know how I feel every single day." And <laughs> and so it wasn't really necessarily something he didn't like, but he definitely noticed, you know, that interaction on on Twitter and what was going on there, and uh, you know, brought it up to me. And so um, that's a real, really all it's been. Um, I did mention to him afterwards. I said, "I hope you know I wasn't uh, saying anything bad about you." And uh, and he goes, "Oh, I I get it." And he he did say he didn't think I worded my tweet very well, uh, my original one, but that he understood. I wasn't ripping on him. And so, you know, that's about the only one I've had so far, but you know, I'm trying to stay away from those things to where I get called out. You're doing better than Ed Warder. Yes. I was going (laughs) to say, did anybody ask him why he was wearing a sweatshirt at the game in a hundred degree heat and how he survived (laughs) that? I mean, that was a, he, and do we know what he's going to wear Saturday? Because with, with prime, there's always the fashion element to it. Yeah. We don't know what he's going to wear. Um, and you never know. Um, all of the coaches were in long sleeves, uh, which was kind of interesting. And maybe that was kind of, uh, you know, maybe it was, it was the reverse thing of yeah. on the on those cold, snowy days when in warmups, the linemen come out and they're shirtless, you know, and all these guys come out and they, and they try to be tough. And, you know, like I remember like Utah last year it was cold, snowy, and uh, all the Utah players are out warming up and they, they all got shirts off and things like that. So maybe it was the reverse of that. I don't know. I'm just saying that yeah, we can handle heat. We'll wear sweatshirts. How and I got one quick one for you here. Uh, how do you anticipate the windfall on recruiting? I mean, they they are in. How do they capitalize on this? I suppose. I mean, they are right now the most talked about team in college football, other than maybe Dion's alma mater, Florida State. And then, right. how do they parlay this into some recruiting momentum? And and do you think they will? Yeah, I think they got to keep it going. Um, I think if they keep winning, they certainly can because I think that um, certainly they they brought in some talent. But I do think that a lot of the blue chip uh, recruits have kind of they've put Colorado on their interest list, but haven't pulled the trigger yet because they want to see, well, does this actually work? You know, can he actually win? If they actually win, you know, and they obviously did that on Saturday, but if they keep winning and you know they go, you know, eight and four, nine and three type of thing, then I could I could see CU having a massive recruiting class this uh, this winter, and I think even if they get to a bowl game. I think it's a huge uh, thing and a huge win in recruiting for them. Now, just to show all those power, those uh, those five stars and those four stars that yeah, we can be we can be pretty good here. All right, you ready? For, you know, Dion is the king of hyperbole and and the outlandish takes. I'm going to give you yeah. my most outlandish Dion Sanders take. Bill, you haven't heard this one either. 
two years two years from now, Deion Sanders will replace Nick Saban at Alabama. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it is college football, no? so I mean, it didn't like it didn't like blow yeah. me away. You know, that's the sad thing that we're dealing with here. <laughs> well, I was thinking hey, about Nick Saban. How like, old? He, He's going to be a hot commodity, right? Who's who's looking around? Florida's the, the Florida might be looking around sooner rather than later. That's an SEC job. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, talk about just fast-forwarding it as quick as possible. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, that was that was one that came to mind. And then I saw an Aflac commercial. I'm like, wait, what about Alabama? <laughs> he is 73. And I have, I have, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. I have an even different take. Two years from now, Deion Sanders isn't coaching. I think this will be his last coaching job. As soon as uh, Shadour is gone, yeah. And then and Shadour graduates, Shiloh graduates, Travis will be gone, and uh, you know the TV money can be just as good or better than what than what college football pays, and and uh, he can get off of his feet. That uh, you know he'll be fifty seven years old with you know probably a leg that's not getting a whole lot better. And that's my take is that you know he doesn't take another job after Colorado. Well, I hope you, I hope you're both wrong because my take would be that I hope he's still at Colorado. I hope he sees this thing through. I hope they become, you know, like people want to, and we've done this before. Like, is this the U all over again? Is he going to create the U in Colorado? I think he's going to take advantage of some of the opportunities here. I think yeah. I watched Travis Hunter become the most popular player in the country in about an hour and a half, and yeah. uh, that those kind of things. So I hope he sees it through. I hope Colorado gets becomes a you know one of the takes i had brian from saturday too sometimes when i ask a question i forget what school the co- the conference the school's going to be in i was like tcu colorado is going to be a very good big 12 rivalry here in about a year at, yeah. based on what i watched yesterday especially if those two coaches are around because i think sonny's just dealing with the fact he lost nine nfl guys yeah you know and it, it'll be interesting to see if they actually play each other every year. But um, I do think, you know, those guys have a good respect for each other. They've known each other back from when uh, uh, Dion coached in high school and uh, Sonny was at SMU. And, you know, a lot of those coaches that are on CU staff, including Dion, you know, went to T, uh, some SMU camps and got to know Sonny. And, and he was really, you know, uh, really welcoming to them. And uh, they got to know him pretty well. So, uh, but yeah, I think that could be a pretty, uh, pretty good rivalry. Two contrasting, uh, coaches big time, you know, with, um, you know, the way Sonny operates, he's very laid back, um, you know, inviting to the media, all that stuff. And then there's Dion that, you know, controls the narrative and, uh, you know, energetic type of thing. So um, that could be a fun one for sure. And both finalists for the DCU job last year. So that's as, as we've learned right. this week. Yeah. So, all right, let's revisit. Then we'll let you get out of here to Trochi Trivia. Name the last Nebraska quarterback to beat Colorado. Brian, you can go first. I'm going to go with Taylor Martinez. You both got it. That's correct. No relation to Adrian Martinez, who lost the last yes, two awesome. games to uh, Colorado. Right. So. I think you gave it away to me when you said I, I covered played in 2010. So I was like, okay, now I got it because I know that Martinez was a quarterback yeah. then. I actually yep, covered that game. That was my first season covering Colorado. Okay, forty. Who was the who was the Colorado quarterback? I have no idea. That was Cody uh, Hawkins. There you go. There you go. Well done. Well done. Okay, 
All right. Well, thank you, Brian. We really appreciate it. We're excited for you to have a, another fun Saturday out in front of you. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea. Thanks for listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for those of you watching on our YouTube channel at CFB Nation, thank you to Irish Breakdown, your source for Notre Dame football information. And then don't forget to join us each and every Saturday night for our live reaction show around 1130 Eastern on the CFB Nation YouTube channel. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you soon.